San Marcos, Texas, Hayes County, and the rest of the world. We are here in the studio, out of the heat, trying to cool down today, and we got a couple of cool dudes with us. We got Mr. Michael Husky is here, uh, sitting down. We got hit with his guitar, getting all tuned up. And Mr. Rob Bullfrog Smith is here with the uh, mouth harps for us here. And I don't know, did we find our E or not? <laughs> We're going to put all this together here today. Yeah, KZSM.org, True Community Radio. This is Revolving Door and going to be with you here up uh, for the next hour. We're going to be playing some tunes and talking. And uh, who knows where the conversation is going to go. That's always half the fun of the show. So uh, tune in and if you're... Uh, you know, you got a second, text a friend and say, hey, I need to get on board here and come on to KZSM.org. We got some cool stuff that we're going to be talking about today here. Um, and uh, let's see. Oh, coming up at uh, the 6 o'clock hour, we're going to be interviewing about the uh, sacred powwow, uh, the um, Sacred Springs powwow that is going to be coming up next weekend. And then we're also going to be uh, talking about uh, Riasis. Uh, coming up here a little bit later on tonight. So uh, stay with us. We're going to be talking about past, present, and future here in our Hispanic community in the uh, San Marcos area. So uh, stay tuned. So, Michael Husky, thanks for coming on today. And I know this was kind of a last minute. You were over in uh, Arkansas. Yeah, I just uh, played a few gigs up in Hot Springs and uh, got back yesterday from that experience. (laughs) Yeah, but I bet it was beautiful up there, wasn't it? It is. It's really pretty up there. And, you know, it's funny because I was born in St. Louis, lived all over Missouri and really all over the world, but uh, never went to Hot Springs all those years and made my way down through there a few weeks ago with my daughter and my grandson and fell in love with it. And uh, the people there were so kind and found a guy who said, hey, man, we want you to play. Come back and booked a few gigs. And Yeah. Yeah, first time I played there all these years. And I... I never really had gotten up in Arkansas until last year. I had to uh, uh, go up there kind of on an emergency basis, but uh, I never had really gotten through that area and slowed down to, to, to take a look. And it's like these little hidden spots. It's just up, you know, you go turn in a road and turn in another road, and it was like, where in the heck am I? And, uh, you know, some really neat, neat places. But you've also got the music, you know, and it's a, it's a whole different kind of a vibe in the music sense because it's texas but it's not nashville you know i mean and you're definitely not uh you've come up from the the delta blues you know and but it's got this mismatch in the music sense around there did you did you get that uh, playing with anybody yeah from the people that i i talked to uh one of the guys that is uh he, he books a lot of shows there for a lot of different bands at different venues. And he, uh, he had won the, the Battle of the Bands for North, North America. Um, Dean uh, was his first name. I'm uh, forgetting his last name right now, but I'll think of it in a minute. But he uh, uh, was a real nice guy, and he, he had mentioned that uh, there is a real melting pot kind of going on where you've got a lot of different sounds uh, coming out of there. And some of them, uh, some of these artists had to leave Arkansas and come to Texas to get recognized because, uh, you know, there just isn't the same, you know, um, 
I guess, the same opportunities in Arkansas that there are in, in no, Texas. No, there really isn't or, unless you go and you work at, you know, like Hot Springs or resorts or things like that, you know, uh, Branson in Missouri, you right. know, up over the border. You know, those kind of things, that's, that's what's out there to really get people engaged in the music. But yet, you know, you've got Memphis, you know, just right there. You know, you've got St. Louis right there. You've mm-hmm. got, uh, uh, which, you know, is a blues, uh, a rock. You know, you've got those kind of things there. Uh, y- you know, you come on down into Texas and, you know, you've got the influence here. So it really is a, a melting pot there. So um, how long you been playing uh, music? Uh, when did you get out there on the road and... Well, I started, uh, I come from a bit of a musical family on, on pretty much all sides. Um, Ferlin Husky being my uh, great uncle on my dad's side uh, was an influence early on. But my, both my parents were folk singer uh, and my mom was an opera singer and my grandpa was into opera and doing stage work, acting and that kind of stuff. So all, all those guys kind of, you know, you couldn't help but pick a guitar up once in a while and go, what are you playing? Dad? Oh, a D? What's that? Oh, and a G? You know, so you know, it must have been in fourth or fifth grade the first time I gripped a, a guitar and started learning chords. And what did you start playing when you were in fourth grade? Well, let's see. Um, Tom Dooley would have been the first song I learned. Oh, neat. Yeah. And I didn't really, uh, I didn't play it many times. I just learned it. To learn the chords and then took off from there. But it was a good folk so- song, yeah. you know. And, oh, Tom uh, Dooley. That was, uh, I can hear it too. Uh, who was the, who sung that? The, uh, Kingston Trio. Was it? Yeah, that was Kingston Trio. That was it. Because I knew it was folk and I was just, okay, come on, it's on tip my tongue right there. Yeah. And uh, yeah. yeah, wake up Tom Dooley and cry. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And the first album my parents bought me for either Christmas or birthday or something was uh, John Denver's Whose Garden Was This? And we had <laughs> Jim Croce playing every every weekend and James Taylor and all those, you know, Joan Baez and, you know, on into all kinds of stuff from there. So you were growing up listening. Now, I've got uh, Michael Husky is here with me today. And, uh, Michael, where are you going to be playing here that you got coming up? What are you, what's on your uh, calendar? Well, we got a, a few gigs coming up here. Um, it looks like the next one is a little place in New Braunfels called Off the Clock. And uh, that's going to be on October 8th from 8 to 11 p.m. And then the Green Grove. Okay, so know the, the Green Grove, yeah. This is the third time I've gotten to play over there. Chris is amazing. Those yeah. people are incredible and been just a joy to play over there. That's going to be on the 15th. Well, Chris used to be involved with the radio station here in San Marcos a good many years when we first started off. Awesome. So uh, it, it always supported what uh, he's been able to go over there and to really take off. So that's really neat. Yeah. Going ahead. I'm sorry. I didn't. Uh, oh, no. Uh, yeah. And then uh, the actually. Uh, he's going to be a special guest at the show at the winery on the green in New Braunfels. And Michael will be joining Brandon Dial and myself to complete that trio. So it's a wonderful place if you like to enjoy fresh made wines and they have some wonderful sweet wines. One's the memories that my wife and I personally love. So please, we got three good shows here, come see us. 
And oh, by the way, we do, uh, just for, for fun and to kind of work out some of the rust. We've played mm -hmm. together just a couple times uh, over here at New Braunfels Coffee. We do that Sunday mornings, a little unplugged from about uh, 10 to 11.30 noon if we're feeling it. And uh, that's every Sunday morning. And then I'm going to be playing the Middleton Brewing uh, shows in, in November. Uh, nice. Anybody else you, you, you want me to play with you, just let me know. And uh, Bullfrog's ready to roll, too. So, uh, <laughs> Middleton Brewing's real nice. I like to go up there on the roof and everything. And, you know, and you, you go in, everybody's got the dogs, and it's just, you know, the kids can come in. It's just that one I really like because it's small. It's just it's it's a really neat place, you know. And uh, uh, plus, eh, if you don't know what beer you want, you can always go and uh, run the gamut up there, too. They do so. have some good beers. Oh, yeah. I love um, they've got a Bobcat Red that's uh, kind of a spicy one. That's that's one of my faves that they've got there. But, uh, all right. I don't want to be talking beer right now. Beer, wine. Yeah, I mean, you got me off. See where you got me going here. Michael and I have really only played together three weeks and only a day or two. Really, that's all. We met in New Braunfels just, I don't know, a month and a half ago or something like that. We accidentally found ourselves on a stage together one night, and it gelled and went, hey, you know, uh, that was completely Let's spontaneous. Go. Let's do this again. So we started playing the last couple of weeks at New Braunfels Coffee just to kind of get some practice before yeah. we do these gigs. Well, it's always it's Sunday mornings, you know, it's always kind of laid back. It's like, yeah, whatever happens, happens. When we get yeah. here, we get here. You know, those are the Sunday morning brunch gigs are always the, the, you know, why do you think the jazz guys always did them? I mean, come on, you know, that was it. You know, they could get up and, you know, 11 o'clock, ah, we'll drag ourselves on in, do the brunch thing. You know, it's, it's an easy gig, you know, and we just have to sit here and uh, work out a hangover, you know, they, they, of course. And it, yeah. it works out well because basically I'm learning what he wants to, what he's playing right now so that I can, you know, contribute to it. And uh, so we're getting a chance to practice and grind all that together. And uh, it works out well. And this week it's my turn. I'm going to go over and learn some of his songs. And, oh, yeah. Uh, we're going to be doing uh, some of Bullfrog stuff as well. So I'm looking forward to that. Well, what, now what do you got for me right now? Well, I'm going to do a song that uh, was pretty inspiring to everybody in my family and a lot of other people apparently because Uncle Furlan made this a uh, number one hit back in 1960. It was one of the first number one country hits that crossed over to the pop charts. You might remember it's called Wings of a Dove. So I'll start off with that one. Right. It is. It's in, it's G. Always in the neighborhood G. of G. I live in the neighborhood of G. Uh, I love it. It's a good that. neighborhood. <laughs> On the wings of a snow white dove, he sends his pure, sweet love, a sign from above. On the wings of a dove, when trouble surrounds us. When evil's come, the body grows weak, the spirit grows numb. When these things beset us, he doesn't forget us, sends down his love on the wings of a dove. On the wings of a snow. 
He sends his pure, sweet love Signed from above On the wings of a dove When Noah had drifted On the flood in many days He searched for land In various ways And troubles he had some But he wasn't forgotten He sent down his love On the wings of a dove of a slow white dove He sends his pure sweet love A sign from above On the wings of a dove Now Uncle Ferlin I barely knew you But you left us this song In a world gone wrong So now I beseech you he can reach you Won't you ask him right now If he'll send down that dove Cause the world needs love More than ever before Won't you open that door And fly on down On the wings of a slow Michael Husky and uh, Rob Bullfrog Smith here in the uh, studio, KCSM, Revolving Door. This is the uh, Sunday edition. We did a special one on Friday night, but this is uh, the 25th of September. And glad to have uh, Michael here in the studio with us. We're going to take a quick station ID break, and we're going to come right back with you. And... Uh, see coming up again uh, at the six o'clock hour we're going to move things forward just a little bit here for us we're going to be uh, talking about the sacred springs powwow that's going to be coming up next week and then uh, we're going to be getting into riasis so uh, stay tuned got a lot of great shows coming up but we got more great music coming up right after this break Anybody out there interested in chess? Join us at the San Marcos Local Chess Club. We get together every Wednesday from 6 p.m. to 8.30 p.m. at the San Marcos Public Library. All levels are welcomed. Everybody is welcomed. All ages are welcomed. It's a really chilled environment just to enjoy and play some chess all together. What's in the daily news? Story about a guy who bought his wife a small ruby with what otherwise would have been his union dues. That's what's in the daily news. Read the latest news about KZSM.org, your true community radio station, every Sunday in the San Marcos Daily Record. Look for our call letters in the headline of our exclusive column. The San Marcos Daily Record has been serving our community with news, features, sports, and opinion for over 100 years. 
Pick up your copy at your nearest grocery or convenience store. To subscribe to the print or electronic editions, go to www.sanmarcusrecord.com or call 512-392-2458. Ladies and gentlemen, y toda mi gente, my name is Josh, also known as DJ Alpha in the mix, and I am the host of the all-new Latin Energy Show on KZSM.org San Marcos. I'm inviting everyone to tune in every Thursday afternoon from 4 to 6 p.m. and join the Latin Energy Party. It's all about community connection here, so tune in, support, and we'll see you on kzsm.org. <laughs> I think I got the wrong house. Discover Texas. Worldwide on kzsm.org. I want to tell you about Texas Radio and the Big B. Yeah, I want to tell you about Texas Radio and the Big Beat. Uh, that was Discover Texas here every uh, uh, Saturday night. He was uh, in here and uh, had a lot of good stuff going on here. A lot of good stuff going on in the studio all throughout the week. So please uh, make sure to tune in and uh, enjoy all the wonderful programming we've got. But for right now, hey, we've got Michael Husky is here. And uh, Mr. Rob Bullfrog-Smith is uh, here as well. And... Uh, talking music and you were talking uh about your strings that uh you know somebody talked you into some uncoded strings they were nice but they just didn't last as long as the coded strings do right so you know here you are back to you know spending a little bit more money but you got to get that sound yeah yeah i mean uh there's all kinds of good strings out there and you know the the nine dollar set of strings that uh, sound great for two weeks are great too, but uh, you know, the, for two weeks. the the fifteen to eighteen dollar <laughs> set that's coded that lasts three times as long, those are uh, those are pretty nice. All right, so what kind of acoustic did you bring in here with you today? Well, this one um, is a Martin OM twenty eight E. Okay. Um, it's what they did is they took an old classic design. This was pre uh, dreadnought design. And you'll notice it's got a little bit of a thinner. Yeah, uh, that's what I was noticing from uh, your usual Martins. And the rosewood back inside. So it's real comfortable to play on stage. Um, you know, those dreadnoughts, after many years of getting your arms around that big thing, it's nice to have something, you know, a little bit smaller. But I still, I also have a dreadnought that I play. I have a Taylor 410, which is, they stopped making this particular one in 97, which is the year that I, I have. And it's the spruce top with the... Uh, mahogany back inside mm. the solid mahogany back inside and i really love the sound of that thing so i was going to ask on the mahogany i, I always love the wood and you yeah. know i know the sound is in for some instruments is beautiful you know and uh it's it's always those, that resonance that you get and uh now on your side of things here it's it's everybody's oh you know you can just grab any kind of uh, harmonica and you know they're not you know they we're not talking that much and listen I know for a good good harp player you know you 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 got a, a little case and that's got some money tied up in it well they're not cheap they're, and uh, maintain maintaining their uh, their their cleanliness is is the basic thing. 
if you can co pull the covers off and clean them every now and then and mainly just take care of them because they're 75 80 dollars each some you can replace the reeds uh they do warp on <clears throat> after a while so there you can buy reed sets for 30 to 40 dollars <laughs> and uh, certainly saves a lot of money so and the idea is just clean them take them apart and clean them every now and then they'll last a long time now why is it that so much of the time you see folks that'll play guitar and uh play harmonica at the same time or kind of it's this crisscross of an instrument that a lot of times people can pick up is it just because it's real easy just to play the blues chords or is it you know what what do you think uh it's per musician a lot of people can master being able to handle a harp without and do what they needed to do it's such an organic instrument that there's so many different ways of actually playing a thing and uh, so for a lot of guitarists it's not hard for them to pick up uh, a multi-chord uh, say an echo type celeste echo celeste type harmonica and make some real pretty violin type song sounds in with your guitar so and i don't know what we're going to do about this fly i he is going to drive <laughs> us all nuts i we swear we have an unwanted guest don't yes we? well <laughs> it's i tried a i'm not going to fumigate the place but he it's just air time apparently yeah it is it's mm -hmm. a fly yeah it's uh Willie, are you trying to make a statement through the fly today? Or it's our I ghost. <laughs> I ran my smoker the other day, mm -hmm. so he must be following that. Yeah, well, no, we were up around some stuff, too. That could have been today. So uh, Joe had some great barbecue up there and some stuff for us. So uh, thank good you. To, thank you. We had a good time up at the uh, SMTX flea market today up there at Wonder World Cave. Do that every Sunday. Nice. And uh, get up there. And folks come in for barbecue. Folks come in, hear some music. The band was up there. They've got a gig coming up in a couple of weeks. And they were practicing and uh, just kind of jamming out. And it's always fun, you know. It's just a, except it could have been about 15 degrees cooler. I think we all would have been happy oh, today. Yeah. So yeah, we're waiting for that, aren't we? Oh, shit. Oh, man. Gonna, but we do have the river. You can always go down and jump in when you're done today. Uh, Michael Husky uh, is here with me. You want? No, uh, you guys want to do another song here for everybody? Yeah, I'm gonna. Um, this one uh, I'm gonna do. Uh, it's called Black Sheep by Martin Sexton. He was a very early influence. Uh, once I stumbled into the reality of being a singer-songwriter, I, I started out as a heavy metal lead singer and rhythm guitar player back in the 80s for these metal bands during the time when everything was kind of busting open at the seams and so you you had the big boofy hair or what was uh, there just long or what i wasn't blessed with the, the big boofy hair but i had long hair yeah uh more like axel rose's hair real okay thin and you know wispy yeah. but uh yeah it, it was a fun time or tom to, petty to, i'll go tom, tom petty, petty too yeah, there yeah. Was a little of that going on and uh, but one day something happened to me uh, about the same year uh, I got a divorce in 1999 uh, was ending the relationship we got the divorce the next year that year as we were splitting up uh, everything shifted in me and uh, this this song came out of me called suddenly I, I can do that one later but but before that song came out of me I heard this guy Martin Sexton and on public radio in Durango Colorado where I was living and uh, 
it changed my life. And this song speaks to me and I think a lot of people too. You can check it out on his second album called Black Sheep. It's the title track. So I hope you like it. Sitting in this lonely town Wondering when things are gonna change Dreaming my life away And it seems them dreams have turned into a bunch of dust clouds Well, I'm getting my nerve up But my past is pulling me down Wondering how long this black sheep can stick around Somebody told me once before, they said, you can never go home again. Once you leave, say anything just to scare me away. The truth of who I am and what I believe. So I thanked him for his two cents with a shake and some sympathy. Packed up my blue jeans and I headed for the big prize. Of my freedom Bye bye Black sheep Of the family Bye bye Black sheep Oh that means so much to me Bye bye To my friends To my family you to sing it today that's the whole idea i'm michael husky here in the studio kcsm.org community radio and uh so 
that one really is poignant to you just because it just spoke to you at the time or was oh, it, it was, a song maybe yeah. that you you had known beforehand and it just it, it finally came up then well that was a real critical point um i had just kind of you know I'd, I'd retired my it was kind of a funny time i we couldn't keep a, a drummer in our band and we were you know we get to 22 songs i had the dream rig the fender 40th anniversary strat the 1988 um, mesa boogie series four with the, you know every bell and whistle the old throwback analog plus digital sound effects thing you could make any sound you wanted and uh, we were really at the top of our games musically, except we couldn't keep a drummer, this band I was playing with in Durango. And I finally threw in the towel, you know. Al Miola came to town, one of my favorite guitar players, yeah. and they needed my amp system, uh, that, that Mesa Boogie, that's what he loves to play through. Yeah. And I got a free ticket to go watch Al play through my stuff, and at the end of the show, he went to Gary, the guy who ran Fort Lewis College's entertainment uh, program, and said, man, you should buy this from him. So I sold it to him, and I got a Taylor 410. Uh, that was my first Taylor 410, and, and uh, it was a 1992, that model. Now, do you know how many albums I've got of Al Demiola uh, here? You know, just incredible. It is, and what's crazy about it is no one really understands the value, okay, of his music no. in a lot of ways. No, he's so amazing. I know. And that's what I because I was going through some of these, and I have actually a couple of them that I had out there with my three dollar records today for folks out at the uh, flea market. And what I'll do is I take two bins of, of music, and it's all over the place. Uh, I had somebody bought uh, some Benny Goodman uh, Carnegie Hall 1938. Uh, then uh, the Bar I uh, was one of them, and then uh, Mannheim Steamroller. It was like, <laughs> is Mannheim Steamroller the guys that do the Christmas music? Yep, I yeah, said same ones. And you a know, whole lot more. And a whole lot more, you know. And it was, uh, yeah, there was one other, I, I, because I was doing four albums for 10 bucks for them, you know. And these were all ones that I've played here on the show. They're not the they're not always the greatest condition you know but they're ones that are worthy of going back and having a listen to and it is this you know you mentioned that and i'm like you know my ears perk up because i know who he is mm -hmm. i know how much of a guitar virtuoso he mm -hmm. is and you know he was the the satriani of the 60s you know in a lot of ways you know for mm -hmm. folks before clapton came along you know and, and he covered you know. so many different styles he's like this jazz flamenco rock fusion guy that you know you could hear three different albums and think you were listening to three different artists right and so I, I i just appreciate when you talk about that uh, that there's the story for folks and uh, yeah well so. he was one of the lickety split guitar players that inspired me to play guitar that i always strove to be better and never could achieve their plateaus oh no but, no but you know martin came along uh literally on public radio that same year and here i am sitting with my taylor 410 and i was like man this is it He's talking about packing up his blue jeans and saying goodbye to his old persona that everybody knows in this town, and you can't ever come back here. He's getting all the worst advice, you know, don't do it, and by the way, once you leave, it's over, you can't, and you'll never make it, all those stories, and it's all in this song, and he's saying goodbye to all that. I'm going to go for my dreams. I'm going to be free and live free, and I went, man, that's, my, that's the life I want to live. There you go. The, the life of the free musician. Yeah, so, so. yeah. Well, sometimes you play for free, too. <laughs> uh, uh, 
Absolutely. Listen, we're going to take a quick station ID break. We're going to come back because I want to talk about that because uh, uh, Rob was talking when we were first coming in here about that, uh, you know, getting back into the into the music scene, it's almost like Rip Van Winkle, you know, and, uh, you know, where the heck did everything change? And, uh, you know, I think uh, it kind of ties in with just about that time that you decided to take off is that time that there was that big shift in how how we make the music and how you make money making the music and you know who's in the driver's seat for a lot of it so we're going to come back and talk about that kzsm.org true community radio sam marcus texas and this is revolving door your local connection every sunday here on kzsm.org true community radio and let's see here we are going to be right back with you after they take this quick station id break hi I'm Tony Wilson, host of Roots and Branches on Sunday afternoons from 2pm to 4pm here on KZSM.org. I play all kinds of music from Texas and beyond. So join me on Sundays at 2 on KZSM.org, San Marcos' true community radio station. Tune in to Texas River Tonk every Friday from noon to 2 p.m. We play music from our favorite country artists and let you know how to catch them live. We'll also have musicians in studio talking about their work and playing on air. So come join the party with Texas River Tonk Fridays, noon to 2 on kzsm.org, True Community Radio. And hit me up on Twitter or Instagram at Texas River Tonk. That's at TX River Tonk. On the radio. This is the Sweet Honey Bear Blues on Tuesday at 8 o'clock till 10 o'clock. You got me giving you what you just didn't know you needed. And we're back with you here in the studio. We were uh, just talking about, uh, yeah, some of the great stuff uh, coming up here this next week. You can tune in. Jim Wagner was out there uh, with us uh, announcing at the parade yesterday. We had the Mermaid Parade down here downtown. And, uh, yes, there was flies out there, too. Um <laughs> This guy's driving us all nuts here in the studio. I'm sorry. I, I can I can look at him. He's looking up over the clock. Oh, he's just teasing me now. <laughs> he's sitting there and just, you know, cleaning his eyes off, looking at me like, yeah, going ahead. Try to get me. Knock off the clock. Yes, going ahead and, uh, you know, uh, tear up uh, some of your buttons here. Yeah. KZSM.org. Having a good time here on a uh, Sunday afternoon. And I've got Michael Husky is here with me. And we're just looking. Looking in a couple of shout outs. We got some folks listening in out in Hawaii. Got some folks listening in up in uh, uh, Minneapolis, St. Paul. And uh, we've got some folks listening in over in Iowa. And uh, we've got a whole bunch of folks listening in uh, New Braunfels, San Marcos, Austin. So, uh, everybody, yeah, thanks for tuning in this afternoon. It's Aloha. always good to have Aloha, Hawaii. Love you out there. And, and Iowa, too. Uh, everywhere. Thank you all. The, the sister state to Hawaii. This uh, is a great program. To Hawaii. Well, Iowa, because it's, you know, similar pronunciation. Yeah. Well, it's, <laughs> uh, and it's uh, Osceola. Okay, you know, just shot, uh, just down there, uh, you know, coming on south of Des Moines. Uh, so, uh, 
Uh, okay, I, I've it's it's in the middle of cornfields, folks, but mo- half of Iowa is anyway. So, yeah. hey, and bless them for that. We need all the corn we can get. Yeah, My mom must have got on the phone and got to calling some neighbors. That's good. I'm glad. I'm glad they're yeah, listening in tonight. Uh, so, so hey, my boy's on the radio. <laughs> hey, mom. It doesn't change. Okay, I do this every week. I've done this now for seven years, okay, and just about every week, or at least every other week, you know, we'll take some weeks off and have some times in between. But there is always, listen, you shout out to mom. You always do the shout out no matter how young you think you are okay you know you still it's a shout out to mom and sorry about our chiefs today mom i know that was hard if you had to watch that <laughs> it was yeah i told somebody today it was like hurt. watching them kill a member of your family all afternoon one by one real but slow. you did you you do have your shirt on though so you've got uh, still, yep, I you're, represent. you're, you're representing uh, kcsm.org and we oh, were yeah. coming back to right before we were talking about how, okay, so Michael, you know, you do this, all right, 2000s rolling around and new millennium and I am going to be a singer-songwriter and I'm going to change my ways and, you know, a whole different direction as a musician. And when was that, oh, crap, what the have I done moment? You know, there was. there's always that moment there somewhere, right? Yeah, well, I think the first moment was uh, I was kind of licking my wounds after that divorce, sitting at Trimble Hot Springs soaking, and I met this other singer-songwriter, and we started talking. And you know how angels show up in your life, and you don't always recognize them right off the bat, but this guy evoked it out of me that I wanted to get back on stage. I really missed playing. And he says, is there a blues club in town? I said, yeah, Scootin' Blues. Man, they got Harleys in the window, a stage upstairs, downstairs. The Dirty Blues is downstairs. That was my favorite stage. And so we went we went down there and i'm in my flip-flops fresh out of the hot springs you know and we're having a beer and suddenly the band stopped playing held up the guitar and said do we got any guitar players out there tonight and my new buddy elbows me in the side i spring off the bar stool course as a response yeah whap whap both of those you know flip-flops right on the concrete floor and everybody turned and looked and i went well i guess i'm getting what i asked for so i got up on stage and i didn't know what to play i you know i hadn't I hadn't played the electric for a few weeks or months. It was probably months at that point, and I'd just been strumming around on the acoustic. Yeah. But I remembered this funk song that I wrote, and all of a sudden everybody was up dancing, and we had, had a great time cheering oh, and all that. And the guy, you know, I stopped playing at the end of that song with him, and I thanked him, and I was like, hey, thanks, guys. He said, what do you think you're doing? Where are you going? you you got another one in you, don't you? And that reeled me in. That's when I got the taste for it and remembered, you know, this is kind of something I was born to do. And then... You know, later that song, the first song I ever really wrote uh, that was sort of singer-songwriter style right, popped right. out of me. All right, KZSM, and uh, we're talking here with uh, Michael Husky. And so, Rob, you were talking, though, coming in about how you'd kind of gone, did some surgery, took some time off, and you came back, and it was like Rip Van Winkle, really, in a lot of ways, with the the music, the whole industry had changed. You know, we've had COVID, we had all these things. Well, yeah, it definitely ten years is a a very long time in the music industry, and things just weren't the same anymore. Uh, and basically, I never was looking to do anything more than uh, tell my stories and I, I don't consider myself a songwriter 
but a storyteller because of all the experiences I've had through my life. And I've got a bunch of material that I've turned into some interesting stories that are all centered in and around Central Texas and basically everywhere I grew up is right here. So you've you spent all your time here pretty much in in the yeah. Central Texas area and growing up and so you know you you remember back watching you know Willie and everybody and you know the whole developing and you're you're putting your head down here because now you were uh, playing in Willie's son's band right? Well, Billy and I put together some songs and we had revolving partners that would come in and we'd play split rail broken spoke uh, back then they were the smaller places I mean broken spokes always been broken spoke there was Kenny Threadgills out on Lamar yep. which is always a wonderful place uh, back then very small but Kenny was around and you know he had everybody come in so oh, and I, but Billy, I, I love his family too the, the whole Threadgill family Billy was my friend, my best friend, and that's who I grew up with. I spent 20 years. I had the honor of getting to know him for 20 years. So, yeah, there were... It was like a fly on the wall sometimes. Yeah, there were a lot of things going on. And you, but, you know, you get to travel a lot. I got to meet a lot of people through him. And, and he, he died way too young. He was died in 91. So that was... a big loss uh, and you know any of the, the you know the losses that we have wherever they are in our lives whether it's later on or whether they're when they're young you know it's still it it affects the rest of us and it's it's the legacies and the stories that we that we can continue on and a lot of times if we can continue it on through the music and that's that's where it, it makes it a little bit easier for us the survivors definitely absolutely and i of course did write a song called billy so it's there um and there's a lot of others that are going to be posted now they have they never made it out there they're just they've been you know they're ready to be put out there somewhere so well, so you guys are, are at the the start. You know, you're you were talking about now you're going to be switching over and learning some of his music, and mm -hmm. uh, you know, as you guys collaborate and do that, it's so. going to be neat. Well, let's. Uh, how about we do another song here? Yeah, sounds good. Well, since we're talking about that time in that era, uh, short of a drunken night. <laughs> on whiskey and my little sister saw Elvis riding in a UFO that Emo and my buddy my buddy Emo and I wrote uh, that was in the 90s that we, that's we, a great song yeah it took 20 years to finish that thing but this was the first song I ever wrote and it's called Suddenly I hope that uh, yeah I, I, let me see it's uh, It's like a B, B, C kind of thing. B, C, and then down to G, to D. Yeah. Can you tell I'm not a theory guy? 
I'm not sure he got it. Hunting practice. All right. It sounds good. Well, it's like riding your bike for the very first time It's like sailing out on that old open ocean Like something you've always known and always will again It's like hanging out with old friends Suddenly, open up our eyes and suddenly it's a great big surprise, great big surprise, suddenly, oh suddenly, uh-huh, all right. Well there's a beggar man hanging out on the corner line, he's reaching out his hand for mine. What do I have to give? Did we play that's that? That's the first time we played that. Yeah, so that's the magic I'm mm-hmm. talking about. See, there you go. And it's, uh, the, and you guys, you, you both like that one. I'm going to let somebody in here real quick so that we don't have them melt outside here. For Come on in. We have there a melting human coming No, in. come on in. You're good. Come on, come in. on in. Just push the door. There you go. <laughs> Get in out of the air conditioning. and uh, There you go. Right. Yeah, let Six that fly out. That's, uh, out. Yeah, we're, that's what we're trying to get out. <laughs> KZSM.org, and we've got uh, uh, Michael Husky is here with us, and uh, we've got Mr. Bullfrog is here with us. And um, your voice, you know, now that's the other thing is uh, you're not singing right now, but you do a, uh, you know, you throw in the bass line there for everybody, right? Oh, yeah, absolutely. No better spoken word either. (laughs) Well, do, do you do voiceover work like that? Yeah, because that's uh, that that's the good paying stuff right now. I did uh, some radio work a long time ago. Uh, yeah, when I was coming out of high school, 
I'm telling on somebody. <laughs> they let a 16-year-old kid, 17-year-old kid in the DJ booth. Oh, no, I used to do the same. Yeah, that was yeah, all. That was it. Fun. Yeah. It was yeah. fun. Me, I was uh, 17, 18 years old, going to college, and I got involved with the fraternity. And a couple of the fraternity brothers worked the overnight shift down at the AM radio station. And it's in Charleston, South Carolina. You're out on this you'd have to go out this long road out in the middle of the marsh basically was where they'd have these antennas set up out there and uh you go out there and uh they'd take off and uh, they'd go off with their girlfriends or uh, they'd be outside and with their girlfriends and i didn't ask any questions i just came in and monitored everything and uh you know it was like uh yeah i wasn't supposed to be there it was <laughs> But that's how you learn, you know. That's how you get started in radio. I and so I, I have fun, fun with the old stories, um, and so let's see here where because we just have a few more minutes left here before we're going to get uh, Kathy Lars going to be coming in and uh, uh, we're going to be uh, changing gears here and we're going to be talking about the uh, Sacred Springs powwow that'll be next weekend. Um, so you guys going to be where next? What again? One more time. Let's see, it looks like October 8th, that's a Saturday, uh, at uh, Off the Clock and then Green Grove, uh, Saturday the 15th. That one's going to be 3 to 6 p.m. The other one's in Off the Clock is 8 to 11 p.m., Saturday the 8th. <coughs> okay. And then Winery on the Green on the 10, on 1028. What's on the, October what's 28th, and that's a 5 to 7 show. 5 to 7. Okay. We, I hope they'll let us play a little longer, but, you know, hey. And by the way, Lauren over at New Braunfels Coffee hasn't had music over there for over two years since COVID hit. So we're the first ones uh, coming Breaking back. Breaking them her. back in. Yeah. Hey, there so you go. Come visit her. And she's been able to stay afloat, you know, through all this and a, a big supporter of a lot of good things locally. So. Well, and that's that's the big thing is, you know, those that have uh, tried to support the local music and just have been trying to stay afloat and it's it's been difficult because not only that now that you're coming out of covid and you've got to get people back into your businesses you've got to get them spending money when they don't have as much money yeah, to spend yeah. and that uh, makes it hard on everybody all the way around so and caught there's something about playing a coffee house on a sunday morning like we were talking about and we get in there about 9 30 set up for 10 to 12 right and sometimes we'll if it if it's football season, people might be out of there before noon. But it's great networking over there and just hearing people's stories and yeah. stuff. Sure, sure, and you know we get a lot of good feedback. So, well, I'm glad you guys came on today, and I uh, hope to have you back and telling some more stories. And uh, we've kind of got this. And again, thanks to everybody listening in all the way out there. And what? So, what was the the last uh, little story I want to do here real quick was uh, about you were in Hawaii and the Philippines, right? Well, it was t- I was living in uh, Hawaii and, and Thailand for seven years. This Thailand, is, I'm sorry. Yeah, just before COVID hit. And uh, it was pretty incredible because I, I went over there for a three-week hiatus to really explore the culture. I found a couple of things pretty amazing. Number one was a bad thing that I dug deeper into at the bequest of my son to uh, look into how we could possibly end human trafficking. And there's more slaves on earth now than ever before, and I didn't know this. And and I yeah. didn't know how prolific it, it was. You know, if you thought we were bad at importing them, my God. Well, we're, no, we yeah, were hard. We are, but there's a lot of places that are. It's worse. all over the world. And so I started working on a project to end it, and we actually proved concept on how to do it within the school system. Anybody who's interested in 
in, in getting that information, please hit me up at Michael Husky Music. That's at M-I-C-H-A-E-L-H-U-S-K-E-Y Music uh, on Instagram and also on uh, on uh, uh, Facebook. Or you can call me or text me at 641-451-3626. That's my mission is to help get that information out on how we literally can end human trafficking from within our own school systems. And uh, happy to share that. But yeah, I spent quite a bit of time over there working with kids to live their dreams uh, and working with them in the music uh, field as well. And the other thing was good news, uh, the good news in fact. I found out that Buddha literally prophesied the coming of our Lord and Savior, Yeshua the Christ. And I had not heard this story before, but when I was over there, I read about it. So I started doing my little research and felt like Indiana Jones one day because I went to this temple called Wat Pra Singh, which means Temple of the Lion in Chiang Mai, Thailand. You can find this story on YouTube, by the way, if you search Buddha prophesied Jesus question mark is the one you'll, you'll see the, this little Indian man telling the story. But I found this and I thought, well, let me, let me check it. I'm from Missouri. Show me. You know, I want to know it's really for real. So I, I go into this place with an interpreter. We ask the head monk, is this story true? And is the scripture here? Because all everything pointed to this place. And I think it's funny. He's known as the Lion of Judah. And here we are at Wat Pra Singh, the Temple of the Lion. I'm like, boy, God's got a great sense of humor. And sure enough, it was there. He said, yeah, it's here. It hadn't been looked at since the 1950s. And I'd seen pictures of the scripture, but I don't read Thai. So I wasn't in Cambodian. It was written in Khmer, yeah. Khmer actually, Khmer. Uh, 2,400 years ago. So there it was, and the story was pretty interesting. It was a, a Brahmin priest that was talking with uh, Buddha, asking him how we get to heaven by our own works, merit-making, and Buddha said, you can't do it. You can't get there from here. Do, keep doing the good works, but we have to wait for the Holy One to come, and then he'll be the golden boat upon which we sail to the highest heaven. And I thought, what a cool story. Why, doesn't, why don't more people know about this? So the man asked him, well, how will we know when he comes? And he said, you'll know him by the flat discs in his hands upon his feet, the wound on his side, and then the, the scars mm. on his, on his uh, forehead, like, uh, or the markings wow. on his forehead, like scars. And it, of course, it blows a lot of people's mind to hear this, but uh, that was the single most amazing uh, discovery of my life. Oh, I love this story. Well, I'll have to get in. I, I'm going to have to look that one up. That's uh, interesting. Uh, not that I, to disbelieve, just to look into that more. I'm, I, well, I wasn't sure always, I believed it. I thought, it, yeah. honestly, it could have been propaganda of any number of sources. So I, I wanted to dig deep into it. Well, do we want to do one more song here? Uh, sure, sure. We'll do, uh, we'll do Ice Cream Man. Uh, John Brim. I'm my man, but I'll try. Try an E, maybe. And a or a B. And I'll give these... You ready? Okay. So John Brim did this back in the 60s, uh, wrote it, and uh, not many people know about him, but he's out of Chicago, and then Van Halen made it. Oh, yeah. Van Halen was the big one, yeah. So we've got a little bit of a hybrid version here. We don't have Eddie around with us to do that screaming lead, but we'll see what Bullfrog comes up with. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. If I get close to it, I'll let you know. Here, I'm going to let somebody in the door real quick here, uh, and then we can get started on that one. There you go. Sometimes here, baby, need something to keep you cool. Sometimes here, baby, need something to keep you cool. Better look out now, cause I got something for you. 
satisfied. I got the wood and pie, Mexican, all flavors and push ups too. I'm your ice cream man, stop me when I'm passing by. standard anymore it's just <laughs> it's this it's a testosterone thing where they've got to be louder than you guys okay you know uh, uh, kzs there. i still think that's the best ending to that song we've ever had uh, that is that was that was pretty good <laughs> michael husky and uh mr rob bullfrog smith here in the studio with us thanks for coming in guys thanks and for uh, oh thanks well, for having us we look forward to it Again. There you go. We'll be back. We'll get you guys back in. KZSM, we're going to wrap up here with uh, Jesse Stratton Band. Uh, Jesse Stratton was here our, uh, with us on the show a few weeks back. And uh, we've got yeah, Kathy Laura here is in the studio. We're going to be talking about the Sacred Strings Power coming up in just a minute.